Welcome to another edition of something like that. I know, I know it's been a minute. It's been a minute, but guess what? I'm here. Guess what? I'm here. I know, I know. We are at a very, a very good time in this. We are at what? Episode 80. Yes, your boy is at episode 80 right now. And it's been some months. It's been some months since I recorded last. The last time I recorded was January 28th. And before that, it was ah, September 27th. I'm so sorry. But I'm here to tell you that I will make sure that I am on it at least every single week. I got you. I got you. Don't worry. I'm going to be on it. I'm going to make sure that I am giving you what you need. Cause I love it. I love it. Since that time, I, you know, uh, crossed the, the Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Um, since that time, you know, everything is just changing and family, but nonetheless is is definitely going well. So today I wanted to talk about Snowfall. Now, if you have not seen Snowfall, this will be a spoiler alert. I'm just going to let you know. Spoiler alert because I want to talk about the final episode. Now, if again, if you had not seen the final episode, you might want to just bounce. And don't even look at this because I will be sharing my thoughts. Now, I know a lot of people are saying that it's everybody fought the way Franklin turned out, the way he turned out. But I disagree. It's not Franklin's fault. Now. I'm sorry, it's not everybody's fault. It's Franklin's fault. I know everybody's saying, oh, no, it's the family. No, it's Franklin's fault. Now, if you watch season four, right, there was a lot going on. We've seen what happened to Franklin. Now, Franklin started to be a different persona, and he had to be, right? He was shot. He was taken advantage of. It was a lot going on. However, I still think that Franklin could have did a lot better in controlling his emotions and listening. And this is a perfect example of money making you something that you're usually not. Because when you saw Franklin get that money and he started getting that power, respect. And again, it's it's a it's a great lock saying and I know people think that these are just sayings, but it's just it's just not just a saying. Money, power, respect. First you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the respect or fear, whatever comes. But that's true. We saw how Franklin got money and he switched up so fast. He switched up to the point where I think people were afraid of him because of the stuff that he had to do. You know, he started killing he started being aggressive. Franklin was just on a whole nother level. Now, in the last episode, people was blaming his mother. Now, should his mother have waited a few seconds? Maybe. Sure. Of course. But I think Sissy knew if I let my son get this money, right, he is going to be a whole nother person. People were mad at Leon. Well, Leon is his boy. He put him on. Leon should have rocked with him. No, if Leon had given him what he wanted, 
we would have seen Franklin become a whole nother person. The person who I say did him dirty probably was Louis because he was trying to tell him about, you know, um, you know, what's my man? I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I, I think his name was Greg. No, his name not Greg. Teddy. Teddy. I keep. I, I don't know why I want to say Greg. She, he, but he, but you know, he was telling about Teddy. Teddy is snake. Teddy is this. And Louis was like, Nah, I got to get my money. So Franklin, I don't know what to tell you. So that's on you. And you saw that Franklin was like, All right, cool. And that's when you saw the division between Franklin. And Louis and poor Jerome, man, because you know that's his wife, that's his nephew, and 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 even Sissy got involved. So it was tough on both ends. However, Franklin played a lot into that because Franklin allowed himself to be something that he isn't. Franklin allowed himself to be this guy that was just just a jerk, and that's what Franklin ended up becoming. Honestly, just a big old jerk. So I'm not saying that. Franklin didn't play a role in that. But I'm saying that the situation with Louis, that was all Louis. Now, everything else, that was all Franklin. When he got mad at, um, you know, his, uh, Ronique, Ronique, I can't say her name. <laughs> when he got mad at her and he, you know, put his hands, gesture that he's going to kill her, he would have killed her. He would have killed her had he got what he wanted. Um, and he would have, you know, killed her had he not gotten what he wanted. She stayed because it was all him. He wanted what he wanted. And that was that he didn't care about nobody else. It was all him. So Franklin wanted so much power that he lost himself. Now, what was key in that is Franklin saying, I'm free when Leon you know, was like, hey, come with me. Now I'm free. And I believe that he truly was free. I believe that he really saw himself in a different light because he wanted to be something that he really wasn't and he became a monster for it. So I think that Franklin knew at that time he was free, but I don't blame anybody but Franklin. Franklin became his own worst enemy, like Teddy. Teddy became his own worst enemy. Teddy and Franklin are so parallel in the sense that they got involved in something that was way bigger than them. Teddy started to do the CIA thing, and once they didn't want him, they spit him out. Uh, same with Franklin. Franklin started to sell drugs. Once Franklin didn't get what he wanted, they spit him out, and now Franklin is off somewhere looking crazy because... His ego, he wanted it to do it his way. Everybody was like, Franklin, let's do it this way. Let's get out. And Franklin said, no, I'm going to do it my way. And that's what he chose to do, which is so sad. So when you look at Franklin, you can't blame anybody but him because he had multiple ways and means of getting out, but he didn't want to get out. He wanted to get out and he wanted to have this number. And that's what the drug game is about. And that's what anything that comes with a lot of money is about because you're fixated on having more, but there is never enough. There is never more that you can obtain to get something because by the time you get this thing, you still need more of it. You still want more of something that you're never going to be able to take back. And that's what we saw with Franklin. Franklin was so gun-ho of, hey, well, if I can get this, then I will be okay. But it was never enough. It would have never been enough for Franklin because Franklin 
wanted something that he was never going to obtain, which is the sad part. Like Franklin was never going to be satisfied with anything because he wanted so much money that he didn't realize how much it took for him to sustain and be happy. So, um, I, I was just, I was just so sad to see him like that because I know people like that. Like I know people who, you know, became something that wasn't them. They, they, they became, you know, a product of wanting to be bigger than what they were. And they could have just been happy with making, you know, it do with just what it was. But we saw the demise of Franklin right before our eyes. And we see the demise of, of a lot of people because a lot of these people, they get into a state of, well, it's about me. I know when to stop. I'm bigger than this thing. No, but this thing is controlling you. When this thing controls you, only thing you can do is just hold on. And that's all Franklin could do is just hold on to this thing that he became. So that's the sad, sad part of that. And I wish that we had more people to, to talk about this because I think that now people try to like, you know, kind of like throw it under the rug and we don't want to talk about it because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, we don't want to like be real, but you know, Franklin was his own worst enemy. And, and too many times we see people turn into their own worst enemy. And that's how we saw Franklin. He turned into his own worst enemy. Now, were, were there people who contributed to that? Of course. But when you are past a point of no return, nothing that anyone can say will make you feel better. Same with Teddy, right? Teddy stole 70-something million dollars from uh, Franklin. And then his ex-wife said, well, why did you do it? I don't know, because I can. Franklin, why did you do what you did? Because I wanted to do it my way, you know, some, somewhere to that to that extent. So Franklin was never going to be as happy until things were done his way. And here's the part about people that are so narcissistic in their ways and so wrapped up and focused on what they think, quote unquote, is right. There is never going to be an end to it because of what they see as the end point. They don't see an end point. They don't have an end point. Their end point is... When I feel like it and when everything is gone. So we saw when everything was gone for Franklin. And now if you haven't watched the show again, I would suggest you watch it from season one because it's very poignant and it speaks to the government and the relationship between African-Americans, even how Franklin became a drug dealer. I mean, you know, it was basically he was kind of like pushed into it. You know, he 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 really didn't want to, but he wanted to go to school. And we see how uh, America is making us do things at times that we don't want to do, um, especially back in that time. Now, I know now it's, it's, it is a little different. And I know people still will say, hey, well, I didn't sell drugs in the 80s. You know, people have a choice. And that's true. But for the but for the majority, it is a hard state. You know, when you look at how uh, certain programs like, um, you know, welfare, when you look at certain programs like Section 8, you know, how they were to benefit white America more than African-Americans. When you look at the poverty rate in the African-American 
families and also uh, people of color. When you also look at housing, uh, redlining, and, and, you know, rent, a lot of that play into that. So I'm watching Snowfall, not with a sense of just a drug dealing. I'm watching it in the sense of how strategic the government makes things. Like, like how did this drug end up in, you know, the society? How did the black people and people of color get hit so hard when it comes to certain drugs? So, 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 so that's another aspect that I had to kind of, you know, dissect. I had to look at. So when you look at Franklin, Franklin is just a product of any one of us who would have got too much, you know, doing too little when it's too late. Because Franklin got too much money when it was too late for him. And he didn't understand that he needed to stop. Or if he didn't, then it was too late for his life. Now, the freedom part, which is so ironic when you talk about freedom, a lot of people who are homeless, when you speak to them, they say, well, I'd rather stay like this than have to be, you know, under the eye of, if you will, a manager, or I have to be under the scrutiny of someone else telling me when to do this, when to do that. This is what I want to do because I can do what I want. I'm finally free. I spoke to some people who are homeless and, and that's what they said. Listen, I don't have to worry about a landlord because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing better now than I am when I was having a job and so on and so forth. And again, um, some of these people I talked to did have severe mental health issues. Um, but I think that underneath that layer, there was some sense of, um, freedom. There was some sense of, I don't have to be a certain way. I can just relax and chill because I don't have to worry about everybody telling me what to do. So, so I think some of that is true. Um, and, we got to address that, right? Because just as much as, you know, their, their customers, the drug dealers, they're them saying they're, they're themselves are also the customers because they are addicted to the money. They're addicted to the power, they're addicted to respect, to the clothes, the lifestyle that comes with it. So everyone becomes a customer without even knowing. So when you talk about what, what freedom is, I think you got to look at that word, the first four letters, free. Are you free? What are you paying for this? What's the price of freedom? And I think that whenever you asking someone any question, right? They're like, well, I want to go to school. Why you want to go to school? I want to be free of this. I want to be free of that. I want to be free. But what price do you pay? And sometimes the price costs more than being free. Now, that could be good, that could be bad, depending on who you talk to, but I think that there's always a price to be paid and sacrificed, but is it worth it? And as my boy Chris says, and, and you know, he credits someone else that, but is the juice worth the squeeze? Is it? Again, depending on who you're asking it and who you're talking to. So when I think of Franklin, I think of so many people who have been caught up in their own selves and they become victims. And even if they are successful, quote unquote, they are still the victims in the sense that they don't know when to pull out. They don't know when to say, Hey, I'm good. I'm fine. I had enough. 
They only know what will make them feel better. They only know what will secure their own emotional um, well-being and safety. And sometimes that's not even the best for them. But for them, that's 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 what it is. So I love to have this talk with people. And I don't want to go too deep. Um, I was supposed to have a few guests, but, you know, time and, you know, everything going on. But I just had to get this out. I wanted to talk about, you know, that episode because it was so poignant because it was... It was so, it was so real. It really was real because when you're in that game, even if you come out and you are alive, it's still some scars that you are left with. Now, again, I didn't sell drugs in the 80s, but I know people that did. And, you know, they talk about, you know, when they first started, you know, they have their stories, but they always talk about what overshadows everything is them coming out and and what it's like i had someone tell me just imagine you going into the jungle and you you know and you you know you're dodging bullets you're making out but when you come out it's just all this sludge on you like you're like like you are not unscathed in that like you there it affects you some way and and it affects people it really does it really does affect people and when you, when you look at somebody like Franklin, who was so smart, who was so intelligent, and he would really, you know, get on his father, like, how could you be this way? It, look, he, he became his father. He became Alton. He became him in every sense of the word, right? Like the first scene we see Franklin, he's working at a liquor store. The last scene we see Franklin, he's in the same liquor store that he worked at. The parallels of life. And, and then also, when you look at Franklin Rain, Franklin wasn't on for 10 years. Most drug dealers have, what, maybe two to three year longevity before it collapses. I mean, I think Big Meech and BMF, they had a long career. But again, what 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 was it? You know, what what was the price? 20 some years from Meech, you know, his brother, some some years, you know, um, long sentences. And, and everybody has to pay something. So. It was a good episode, and and I know people was mad at the ending, like I was, you know, uh, alluding to, because it wasn't the fairy tale ending. There is no fairy tale ending. Ending. This is real life. This is real life. Like I know people who know some people who are like Franklin. They were this these big time drug dealers, and they start to get high in their own supply, if you will. They started to drink their own Kool Aid. And that's what happens. That's real life. That is real life. And the more we grasp that concept that that's real life, I think more people will be able to understand and respect it because we have to at this point. Um, we have to understand that sometimes the person that's getting in our way is us. We are our own worst enemies. And we saw that with Franklin. Franklin was his own worst enemy enemy sad to say again and i know a lot of people don't agree and if you are hearing this and if you don't agree with me please let's have this discussion i would love to have an intellectual conversation about this because this is deeper than just a, a show this is real life and some of those residual effects are happening as we speak 
um, with the people that live right now because of their grandparents and their parents who were involved in it some way, somehow. So a lot of people are truly affected by it. So I just wanted to say that no one was wrong with Franklin. Franklin was his own worst enemy in the show. So we got to stop blaming everybody else. We got to hold Franklin accountable. Um, it was Franklin's fault. I know. It, it was all Franklin. Well, with that being said, thanks again for tuning to another edition of Don't Shoot the... I'm lying. It's not Don't Shoot the Messenger. I will tell you, Don't Shoot the Messenger is my other podcast that you can check me out on a weekly basis with me, The Rock Report, and Chris Yay. So, yes, you can check us out on Don't Shoot the Messenger. But you can check out something like that every week i will be back every week so thanks again for tuning to another episode of something like that you have a good day peace